Hey, everybody, thanks for hitting that download button right there on Let's Get Comfortable. We really appreciate it. Let me tell you about Weiss Comfort Systems, a proud sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Dan Weiss over there says, Jim, when your family lives and sleeps comfortably, so do we. They got locations all over Missouri and Illinois. They're going to service your heating and cooling. If you're looking for a new system, if you're looking just to get your system serviced, give them a call at 636-343-8440. And Dan Weiss is going to buy you a cup of coffee if you mention Let's Get Comfortable. Really appreciate it. Again, I'm Jimmy B, Weiss Comfort Systems, a proud sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Jimmy B, and thank you, dear listener, for still listening. Folks, Patty Moe here with the LGC, and I want to tell you about another proud sponsor, Paper Dolls Boutique. Paper Dolls offers a comprehensive, hand-picked collection of apparel, jewelry, and accessories from the industry's foremost contemporary and designer labels. Since their launch in 2005, Paper Dolls has become the go-to fashion staple here in St. Louis. Along with renowned customer service, Paper Dolls delivers unparalleled wardrobe advice and is consistently rated as one of the best boutiques in St. Louis. And by the way, they also have the awards to prove it. Paper Dolls Boutique, four locations in Kirkwood, DePair, Baldwin Grove, and U.S. City. Go check them out. Proud sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Thanks, boys, and this is Biebs telling you about our tastiest sponsor of the show. It's Cafe Piazza down on 1900 Arsenal in Benton Park, right across from Gus's Pretzels. So if you're hungry for some pretzels and you're about to put your hand on that door at Gus's, turn around because the best pizza in St. Louis is behind you. They offer some delicious orangini balls that Jimmy B's a fan of and some authentic Sicilian pizzas made by Tim Meineke himself. Don't forget, there's a shuttle to all of the Blues and Cardinals games. And also, I can guarantee you, if you call them up now on 314-393-0294, they will have a pizza smoldering hot, dripping in cheese, delivered to you by the end of this show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. Let's get comfortable. This is Let's Get Comfortable with Jimmy B. Randy, how big are your dumps after these competitions? And Patty Mo. We're, we're trying to do a comfortable show, not make anybody uncomfortable. I mean, come on now. And with the fakest British accent you'll ever hear, I'm Beebs. Cloudy side of send you mental. Headphones on. Pants off. And let's get comfortable. All right, we're back, folks. Welcome. <laughs> we had a, a rough start here at the L, at the LGC. That's okay, though. Um, God, we're just falling apart. I, I'm literally, as I'm sitting here now, I'm just remembering I forgot my cups that are sitting out there Ugh. in the lobby. Um, I might have a few extra for you. You got some cups? Yeah. We so just need three. Yeah, or I'll run out there when we get started. <laughs> right. Let's. Hey, we've done this a million times. Yes. Folks, Folks some technical difficulties. The show is Let's Get Comfortable. I'm Jimmy B. I'm Patty Mo. We are live from Shock City Studios here in St. Louis, Missouri, as we always are. Sam Mall, not in the house, but we have Andrew. Andrew, how are you, sir? Andrew Miller Meyer? Bushway. We are close. Andrew, Bushway. And, <laughs> Andrew Miller is the pitcher for the Cardinals. That's why I, I can't even imagine why I even just said that. <laughs> Andrew Bushway in the house here at Shock City Studios. Uh, we had some technical difficulty, but now we're uh, we're back and we're crushing we're, it. We're settling in. We hope you're settling in with us. It's Thursday. Check it out, dude. Uh, Hot Chocolate Curtis Payne nice. is listening out there. Happy belated, Curtis. Yeah. Uh, Adam Such saying, I'd prefer a wardrobe malfunction versus technical difficulties. Uh, I would actually prefer two. I mean, yeah. it can, really is uh, quite the conundrum. 
when that happens. Uh, we already took our pants off, folks, so we're Full already comfortable. We right. We're already comfortable. I'm not putting my pants back on because I'm already comfortable. People who are watching live will remember this, but the people on the podcast are going to be like, wait, what What happened? Just a real quick recap. We're having just a little Facebook Live issue. We had a few mm. hiccups. I think for the first time in show history, or at least maybe since one of our first few shows here, we were like, we just have to start over. But that's the beauty of a podcast. Yeah, I, that probably might be the first, maybe second time that's happened that we had to just start <laughs> over. But hey, that's all right. First for everything. It wouldn't be a LGC show without some technical difficulties. I mean, we've had fires in the past. We've yeah. had cats break equipment. We've we've seen it all. Have you, have you uh, seen my shirt yet, Pat? I have not. Please turn towards me. Read it to the people. This is the 33rd annual Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals 2019 Tulsa, Oklahoma, the River Spirit Expo. Turn a little bit more. Center at the Tulsa Expo Academy. It's a beautiful shirt. There is a golden statue man. Look at that car. Oh, number 19. Yeah, it's a shout out. Uh, it's paying homage to my uh, friends down in Tulsa. Uh, Pat, we got at least four more, show, more shows of stories for me to tell from that uh, month long in Tulsa. Well, if you uh, want to kick any off on this show, you're welcome to now. We can get into it later. I'd be happy to tell a story now, uh, but Pat, I'm thirsty, and if it's cool with you, I think we should get right into our Drinks, drinks of, of the, the Show! show. Woo! Uh, drinks of the Show, sponsored by Cafe Piazza. Mm. Proud sponsors of the LGC. Check out Cafe Piazza 1300 Arsenal is the location. They're down in the Benton Park area across the street from the brewery. Yep. Gus's Pretzels is right there. Say hi to Tim Meineke. Get yourself some unreal pizza, uh, some arancini balls, and I'm going to tell you, folks, you know they're going to be the best balls you ever put in your mouth. I'm Amen. i right now. Cafe Piazza, wonderful sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, I think I should go first because we're going to yeah. need to cleanse after mine. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. At least you're being um, honest. And I didn't want to go first anyway, so. That's fair. Um, I was also going to say, maybe I can use that scissors to open these these bottles. Oh, my goodness. You think I could use that as a thing? As a, you know, I don't put know. It I in don't, there and, oh, do you need a bottle opener? Yeah. Do you have one? <laughs> of course I Wow, do. incredible. Never mind. Always uh, Andrew, always on the ball here at the LGC. I think Always uh, come prepared. Tim saying cheers, boys. Shout out to Tim Beinecke down there. Tim, we just read the, uh, the Cafe Piazza sponsorship. I'm glad you uh, glad you were here, brother. Thank you, Tim. Uh, have you noticed that it, they, sometimes it like goes away? You know, like keep tapping? Yeah, I know. Facebook made this update, and uh, so when, you, when we're trying to read your comments, sometimes it takes us a few taps to get them to come back on the screen. We have an iPhone. Come on, Dad. My, dad is, my dad's calling. He knows we've been doing this show for five years now. Man, I'll tell you what. Calling me during the show. Should I can't we, read the comments. Do you want to put them on? Sure. Put them on. Put put them up to your mic. Hey, Dad. Hey. Uh, hey, uh, welcome to Let's Get Comfortable. You are live on the air right now. <laughs> Odd man. Sorry about that. I completely forgot. <laughs> it's all right. We couldn't tell. It's okay. What are you doing? I, how's the podcast going? Not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. We've had yeah, better. It's, uh, well, it's a, I, I kind of sensed that, so I thought I'd call in and liven it up a little bit. <laughs> Got jokes. The old man with jokes today, Pat. Augman, can you give Jim some words of a fatherly advice to pump him up right now? I did at his rehearsal dinner. I don't know that I can do much better. <laughs> That's he's, well, it's all he's got, Pat. One and done. Well, good. Well, I'll give you a call after the show, Aug. Uh, keep a cool tool and stay in school. Wow. Oh, all right. So, words of wisdom. Oh, words God. of wisdom. Take care, Dad. It just hangs We're up. going from bad to worse. Just completely <laughs> hangs up on me. I was really hoping to be like, Jim, 
You're doing great. We support the podcast. Your mother and I love you. Yeah, no, he's he's yeah. out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll get Drink these time. open. Drink if you time. grab cups off the thing. Yeah. Or if unless you got extras. How many we need? Let me. We need uh, three. We need three. Let me just go grab one. You get those out. All right, deal. Um, I'll tell the story of why I got these. This will be perfect. So, what I have here for the folks is Guinness and Blue Moon, and I have these because uh, a friend of ours, shout out to uh, Jay Cav, um, John Cavanaugh, he sent us this video of um, people in Ireland tasting different versions of. Guinness mixed with something else. So, for instance, a black and tan. Everybody's heard of a black and tan. Um, they had a, uh, um, one of them was like smeared off ice mixed with Guinness. And all these disgusting combinations of Guinness with something else. Well, dad, my dad, again, calling me while we're on. <laughs> what? Dad, really? Here's, here's an easy one for you guys. You guys all ought to be talking anything St. Patrick's Day. Well, yeah, thanks. That's the St. Patrick's Day show. We're, we're literally trying to do that right now. Well, how can you stumble on that later? <laughs> technical, technical <laughs> just, difficulties. Just, hang, just hangs up. <laughs> Unbelievable. Nothing is scripted, okay. by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, is, I, sometimes uh, I think wow. people think like, oh, they're so bad that they have to do this on purpose. We have uh, officially three viewers. Uh, two of them are me and Pat. And your mom. Your, mo- yeah. your mom. Now my, now my mom is finally listening. It's a family which, affair. Which means that uh, that Aug was probably saying, get on there. Anyway, back to the story. Okay. Uh, Jay Cav, a proud listener of the show, sends us these drinks of the show where um, or a video of mixing... Guinness, I'm flustered. Pat. It was. I'm flustered. It's okay. Let me let me Come try. On, let on. me try. Okay, Called so twice in a row. I know during I, the show. Just, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. <sighs> okay, so Jacob sent us an email earlier this week, and it was Irish people, literally people from Ireland, who they they love Guinness. The, I mean, Guinness is brewed. Its headquarters are in Dublin. It's as Irish as it gets when it comes to beer. They have mixtures here in the states. Black and tan is one of them. Um, and a bunch of other ones, too, that I'm, I, I can't think of either. But it was hilarious because they have these Irish people on this YouTube video trying these, what they think are horrific combinations between Guinness and Blue Moon was one of them. But they had some really weird ones in there, too. So we're going to go ahead, I think, and try a little black and tan ourselves, which... No, I, no, we are not. We're not. So what I which decided... Which one was this? What I decided we could do okay. was maybe each show... We could try something different of one of these combinations. Okay. To do all of them in the same one like they did would just be absolutely ridiculous. Oh, no, no, that'd be way too much. And yeah. we would also, it would probably cost us $100 yeah, to would be way buy too all much. the shit. Um, we don't have a drink sponsor yet. So what we have tonight, boys, is the black and blue. Black and blue, excuse me. Guinness, half Guinness, half Blue Moon. Proudly which, brewed in Denver, Colorado. Which I figured, you know, could probably... Do this. You can do this. This is this is nice. You're yeah. Nice pour. And I, like the key. I know this sucks because it's in the oh. bottle. You know. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I thought you had to like get the ball mixed around, but I probably just shook this up and it's gonna explode in my face. Yeah. Pr- let's, the way the things are going, that probably would happen. So just get another one. I don't think you have to shake it at all, bud. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> okay. So black and blue. <laughs> Sam's going to be like, Andrew, what happened? Right. Yeah, he's, we're just quickly losing, losing listeners. 
And I'm going to put this gum over here. So what anyway. kind of gum are you chewing, by the way? Bubblicious. What flavor? Strawberry watermelon. Ooh, that's a power move. Yeah. Um, I think there's a way to do this where the Guinness floats on top. Oh, I think you need to have a spoon. I think I do, in too. In the video. But you know what? We've come this far. Fuck it. It's fine. It looks like a Guinness. It really absorbs the blue moon color. I guess, yeah, we're going to drink it anyway. Like, why does it matter if one's on top and one's not? Andrew, I'm going to delicately scoot this across this beautiful mahogany table. Um, if you haven't had a blue moon, you're a moron. And it's a, it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a Belgian white made out of uh, Denver, Colorado. Fun fact, the blue moon brewery... I believe is is like connected or in Coors Field where the Rockies oh, wow, play. Yeah, or at least they have their own bar there. Um, <clears throat> and if you haven't had Guinness, don't even talk to us. Yeah, I, I, you yeah. know everybody knows what Guinness is. So again, for the folks just tuning in, uh, there's a bunch of different varieties out there of like half Guinness, half something drinks. We're we're on page one, number one. Yep, and we're gonna go through the list in the next four, coming coming months, four years. But right now we're starting off strong with a. Half Guinness, half Blue Moon, the black and blue. Cheers, boys. Happy St. Patrick's Day to Cheers. you. Cheers, yes, of course. Yes. Interesting. I don't hate it. So, it looks just like Guinness, but I taste mostly Blue Moon. Yeah, I, I it's almost like, I kind of like it, actually. Hmm. Like, Blue Moon might be oh. sometimes too sweet. The second sip, I got more Guinness, so... There's some complexity there. Andrew's kind of got a look on his face like, I don't know if he likes He's it interested. Not. He's intrigued. He doesn't, he doesn't know where to what to do with it. Uh, although I don't hate it, I certainly don't think it's like awesome. I wouldn't do it all the time. Yeah. I'd give it a, I'd give it a 6.1. Okay. Yeah. I think that's probably a fair range. It's it's above a 5 because I, I don't dislike it. Uh, you're 6.1. Like, can, I, can I do one more mm -hmm. here? Yeah. It's like, I, you know, I don't know. It's good. I'm going to go five and a half, just 5.5. Five, five and a half on the black and blue from Pat. Yeah. Our scores mean nothing. Uh, usually Sam Mall is going to give us our scores. Can you get into that, Mike, Andrew? Is that on, Andrew? Andrew, you, first of all, He's like, you're no. part of the show. Yeah. I mean, it's been Sam, a while. Sam's out. You're you're part of the show, so you need to get your own mic, man. Yeah. Can like, you fire something up or you want to borrow mine here? Way, yeah, I, not I, Andrew Miller. Yeah, we'll leave that in the in the previous show. For those keeping just, score at home. <laughs> yeah. Here he comes. Yes. He's got it. Andrew, Ooh. welcome to the show. Thank you. He's here, folks. Andrew hey. Bushway from Shock City Studios. Um, Pat, I went 6.1. Pat went 5. Point what? 5.5. Yeah. What do you give the black and blue, half Guinness, half blue moon? I'm going to split it right down the middle with a 5.8, I think. Wow. Okay, that's fair. Fair score. 5.8 from Andrew on the black and blue. A little golf clap I think it's a, I think it's a legitimate score there. I mean... I think some of these are going to be way worse than others. Like, oh, I, I was worried you were going to go straight for the kill with that one. With the Smirnoff? Was, yeah. Half Guinness, half Smirnoff. That sounds terrible. I Disgusting. I would have just hated you today. I would have been like, this is supposed to be a fun show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have done that. Can you imagine with the start we had? And then you, you're like, oh, now we have to drink Guinness and Smirnoff? Like, Fuck. the St. Paddy's Day show is really going down the tube pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. that would not be well. Um yeah, so that's what I got for you, Pat. What do you got today? Beautiful. Well, thank you for the question. Well, of course. No problem. I'm gonna, probably going to chug this. Are, are we being more sophisticated in Season 5, or are we chugging? Uh, Be I think when Beebs comes back, we can really dictate that. But for the sake of how the show is going, let's just 
put this down the hatch real quick. I appreciate you doing that, Pat. I Cheers, thought you were going to go the other way. I, I Usually, I feel like you're one to tend to not to do that. Well, you know, it is the St. Patty's Day show, and, and we had a rough start, so I thought that we'd just give ourselves a little, a little pick-me-up. And being that it's our probably our first time we've chugged since we've been back, uh, uh, part of the show, we, uh, we also did a good job of like covering the dead air space there, Pat. We really did, and you, you'd think that we wouldn't have to share these things, but we are very proud of ourselves when we can ad-lib on the spot. Totally agree. <sighs> um, while this- Pat's getting his uh, drink out, I'd like to also tell you about... Uh, actually, I forgot we don't have to do that, like telling about things anymore. I can just say, you know what? This show is also proudly sponsored by Weiss Comfort Systems. I mean, if you want to tell them a little something, you can. Well, sure, I'll tell you about it. If you're looking for heating and cooling... Uh, maintenance, a new one, whatever you need. Weiss Heating and Cooling's got it covered. They are the best. I think it's Weiss Comfort Systems. That's oh, it is. It. That's the name of it. Pat. That's the name of yes. it. Uh, Dan Weiss over there, hell of a man, hell of a human being. Give them a call. They're going to crush your dreams. <laughs> they're going to crush your dreams. <laughs> like, in a say, good way. They're g- yeah, yeah, the, the good way. Like, like, yeah, like oh, they're going to crush it. I crushed that burger. Yes. Not like they're going to ruin your dreams. Yes, they're going to yes. give you comfort dreams. Yeah, totally blew that one. Uh, okay, so for this, we're not going to chug it. I can tell you right now. Oh, that's fair. So um, I was really excited about this show. I got my, my St. Paddy's Day hat on, probably from Paper Dolls Boutique. Sure. I got my green on. We are on the verge of one of the greatest weekends of the year, and luckily St. Paddy's Day lands on a Sunday this year, which means we get to celebrate Saturday and uh, Sunday yes. and Friday, yes. but not in that order. So I thought, well, we, what's, what's more Irish than Guinness than a little bit of Jameson? Oh, boy, Pat. But not any Jameson, my lads. This is Jameson Irish Whiskey Cask Mates. They brew this baby in beer barrels. So it's the stout edition. We're only going to take a little sip I, of this. Yeah, I would put like a shot each and each. So why do we need 18 cups for this? Do you, oh, have, I, do you yeah. have like an extra special drink there? Or? You never know with me, do you? <laughs> you never know. What are you taking that, that I'm going to finish the rest of this. Oh, okay, figure. that's fair. So I just thought we'd take a little sip of this. Um, it has some description on the top, but it's kind of cut out, but it's basically, it's aged in some oak barrels, uh, hop stout, smooth chocolate barrel flavor, delicious. So, um, this is Jameson Irish Whiskey. This is also made in Dublin, which is a big city in Ireland for the people who don't know. And I'm, I'm literally just pouring a tiny taste test here for us all. Um, (laughs) I thought that's how you're supposed to do it. Like to let the to let it out. Yeah, or you're pulling your your Guinness over there. I got another Guinness, by the way. If you want one, I don't know if you're Guinness drinkers. I'm t- usually not, but I'm gonna be this week. <laughs> no, I'm I'm good for now, thank you. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna stick with this. Uh, my mom Carol uh, saying we finally can hear you. Okay, great. Um, and she says fifty four pounds are already cooked up so far for St. Patrick's C- Day. Can you disclose to them a little bit of what she's talking about for, yeah. for the people who don't know? I think last week we alluded to or alluded to that, but uh, my mom threw this huge St. Patty's party last year and made forty five pounds of corned beef. And Pat was there as a witness. Mm-hmm. Not a single piece was left by like eight o'clock. It was kind of like 
beautifully disgusting because you have these people that have been there all afternoon. They've had plates and plates and plates of food. And it wasn't just that. There was like a whole charcuterie board, right. you know, the whole cannon, the whole, I mean, the whole shebang. Wonderful little Irish red potatoes. I mean, tons of sides. Classic cabbage. And then, and then at some point when you've crossed that threshold where you're like, I've had enough to drink, I don't care how full I am anymore, people are just standing there, myself included, just getting handfuls of corn yeah. and just eating them out of the pan. Oh, yeah. And that's how we devoured the last few pounds, I think. Oh, yeah. Just I'm, destroyed. I'm kind of worried since I have to come late this year that maybe um, there won't be any of the 75 pounds. You know what? Pat? This is, you're con- supposed to reassure me. I'm concerned about that too. Oh! I will turn around and go home. <laughs> I'll drive from St. Charles back to South City. I was like when when you initially said <laughs> I won't be there till like six or so. You were like, oh, he's screwed. I was like, I don't know if there's gonna be any corned beef. I'm already missing the bagpipe. So I, I've already committed to I will at the very least make you a plate. Oh. So you have some. I like, I appreciate that. I will make you a plate. Andrew, knowing him though, he'll make me a plate and then he'll he'll get drunk and then he'll be like, Oh, look at this plate of food. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll go, Oh my oh, god. Oh dude, I ate, I literally ate <laughs> I the totally last plate. Forgot. No worries. We're, it's all gonna be good. I'm just excited for it. I'm excited to try this. Um I give you all just a little sample. I don't even know if it's a shot's worth, but Oh fuck, man. What? There isn't any There's no uh, sound? There's been no sound. What the Uh oh. Hmm. Well, they said they could hear us, so. Fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Oh, well, fuck Let, it. Let's just keep this whole part in the show. That's fine. Who cares? Anyway, um, so. anyway so we have this whiskey in front of us. We're not going back now. Just let's keep going. People we've got, we've come this far. We've come this far. Okay. Why don't we try this? It's a little, little Jameson Irish whiskey. Cask Mates. All right. This is their stout edition. They basically took the Jameson. <laughs> and they- I, I didn't try it yet. I just sniffed. It smells Whoa. really good. It smells different than regular Jameson. Well, oh, they definitely. aged it in these stout bar- beer barrels. I don't know how long. It smells really caramely. Yeah, yeah, it does. It should. It's, it's an oak barrel with chocolatey notes. Mm. Shall we, gentlemen? Cheer- yeah, cheers, cheers. Cheers. Happy St. Patty's. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, that's good, Billy. That smells, or get, tastes as good as it smells. Yeah, it's... It, it doesn't have any bite. Especially if you can picture, like, well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm usually not drinking, like, Jameson on the rocks, like, mm-hmm. as a drink. I could drink this on the rocks. You know, um, there's those, uh, like, Jack Daniels uh, American Honey, when they just, like, they basically take... Something like bourbon and infuse it with honey, and it just takes all the bite away, and it's sweet and smooth. This is pretty much like that, but not as sweet. Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, wow. Uh, I give this, and I and I gotta be honest. Over since I was down in Tulsa, we drank a lot of fucking whiskey and bourbon down there. Mm-hmm. Did you drink any Jameson? And a lot of good stuff. No, uh-huh. no Jameson, except for maybe some shots. Huh? Sad. I gotta give this eight point one. Wow! Yeah, eight point one. It's it's really good, but like there there's plenty of others out there that are you know well into the high eights to nines. So for this Jameson cask mates specifically, I think eight point eight point one's fair. That's very fair. Um, Jameson is my favorite uh, whiskey. 
actually. Uh-huh. I mean, there's some bur- bourbons I like too, but I'm I'm still. Do you feel the warmth already? Like just warm oh, in yeah. your body? Oh yeah. Jameson and I, we we go way back. Oh really? We have a good relationship and a bad one. Anyways, um, and I really like how this the stout. There was two different kinds on the shelf. There was an IPA edition, which I thought that's really out of left field. Like. The bitterness of whiskey with the hoppiness of an IPA, but a stout is more applicable to a Guinness. I was like, this seems more Irish than anything else, and it should smoothen the flavor. And I really think they succeeded in their endeavor here. Um, you said 8.1. I'll see your 8.1. I will raise you slightly to an 8.4. Um, I really enjoy this. I think that if I if I did have it on the rocks, um, I might like it even more because I will drink Jameson on the rocks here and there. Um very smooth, though. Very impressed. Nice. That's fair. Well, uh, it's a good thing our scores mean absolutely nothing because Andrew Bushway here at Shock City Studios. Andrew, what do you give the Jameson Caskmates? Well, I'm not going to lie. Right before you said your score, I thought in my head, this is an 8.1. Wow. And then wow. you said 8.1. That's incredible. So I felt like I had to stick with 8.1. I think that's fair. That's totally that's, fair. He's the judge. You just guessed the judge's score. Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. Well, that's good. That's been a great, a great, I wouldn't wouldn't say great. I'll say that was a solid drinks of the show. But what could make it great? Is if we had a bonus drink. And we do. Oh, (laughs) he did it, folks. Damn it. See, I hate when you say those things beforehand because like, (sighs) damn, he's already on to me. That is huge. I was really excited about this because I spent more time than I should have investigating just to find this little doozy. And I'm literally checking out at Friar Talks and I go, do you guys have the blah, blah, blah? And and he goes, well, hang on a second. He looks in his computer. He says, I think we do. And he's typing, looks around the computer and then he looks back to his manager. Hey, do we have the blah, blah, blah? And he goes... Yeah, there's one bottle left. Fryer Tux is a big store, what? folks. They got thousands of drinks in there. One bottle left. Where? 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 Right here on this counter. So I walked over to the counter. And I've been oh looking way. at to find this I for a long time. I don't know what this is. I have not, not even a single guess. I've never had this. You've never had this. You've probably not. And you know what the funniest thing about it is? It's this. But it's local. And it's not whiskey. This is... The Four Hands Brewing Company, Jameson Old Fashioned Beer. Wow. Yes, sir. This is an imperial red ale with orange peel and cherries aged in Jameson cask. This is a treat. I flipped it, guys. Shit. I flipped it. We had Jameson that was aged in beer barrels, and now we're going to have beer aged in Jameson barrels. Dude, I that, saw this at the store the other day and thought, man, that's probably a damn good beer. Tell them about the bottle. That looks fucking awesome. The bottle is awesome. It's got the fleur-de-lis on top, which isn't really Irish, but whatever. It's St. Louis. Old Fashioned is the name of it. It says, all that is old is new again. Aged in Jameson Casks, Four Hands Brewing Co., St. Louis, Missouri. It's a beautiful bottle with the Maker's Mark style wax top coating that I'm oh trying to my God. peel off right now. That's why I was like, I got to get this thing home on ice. Dude, I was so excited. I can see how, and mom, I hope you're still listening. I can see how if this is good, I might bring like a couple of cases of this to St. Patrick's Day. Like you got to that find would it. be a fun. Oh yeah. I mean that bottle. 
screams St. Paddy's Day. I might have to keep this bottle, and I'm trying to find... Schnooks in South City has that. At least they did last week. Oh, right on. Well, Look at the long pull of the wax on that. Mm-hmm. Oh. 8.25% 8. alcohol. It says Imperial Ale with sweet orange peel aged in Jameson casks with cherries. And, and it's like, literally, I'm thinking, two of my favorite places to get alcohol, Jameson and Four Hands, married and made this. This I was mean, their baby. That is friggin' awesome. That bottle is so cool. It's a badass I love bottle. how they did the Maker's Mark, dipped it in the wax. I mean, that yep. is fucking awesome. We so got extra cups. There. I was about to say, two options. We either, Yeah. Why don't we just use, yeah, fresh cups. Yeah, I probably do. That is your drink? I apologize. Here, I'm going to go ahead and just <laughs> shift this over. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what Dude. a show this has been. So, uh, if you're just tuning in, I saw a couple people just tuning in. Pat's drink of the show uh, was Jameson Caskmates. Delicious. Uh, I did a, a round of the what the folks call Black and Blue. It's a Guinness mixed with Blue Moon. Pretty fucking good, actually. Um, but this is going to be... Pat, I, I really got to teach you how to pour a beer. Well, I was trying to do the, the, the foamy pour on oh, purpose. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, because I was fair. trying to do... I, I know. I usually tip it. Trust me. I'm fair. That's fair. Um, I'm no, I'm, I'm trying to do the foamy pour so we all get that nice, thick head on the I'm top. really excited about this. I mean, that's going to be... I think you should keep this cap, by the way. Put it back oh, yeah. and keep that glass. Beautiful. Yeah, especially if this thing is like not at Schnucks tomorrow. Mm, smells delicious. So just to be clear, I don't know if this is going to taste like a, um, a uh, Irish drink per se. I just thought it was cool because it had the Jameson yeah. component to it, it's actually probably going to taste more like an old-fashioned. Well, it's a... I don't think so. I think it's going to taste like a stout that's aged in a Jameson whiskey barrel. I guess there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. Andrew, cheers, brother. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I... Whoa. I love it. I honestly love it. One drink, and I can tell you. It is heavy. Whoa. It is bitter. It has a sweet start and a smooth, dark finish. Yeah. I love when you find things that are actually as good as the wow. label. Four hands, old fashioned, oh. aged in Jameson barrels. Holy yes. shit. Yes. It's like sweet at first. Yes. And then it's like, oh, fuck. That's a dark ass stout beer. And then it's like a smooth caramel finish. So for people who may be a fan of barrel aged stouts. Yeah, yeah. If this is right in that ballpark with less of a bite. Those barrel aged stouts are usually like 10% and north. Yeah. Um this is 8.25. So it's going to pack a punch for a beer, don't get me wrong, but Oh, I just found my favorite beer. This is really really good. I, have you guys real- had perennial brexus? Yes, I yes. have. It's very similar. Yes, that's actually a great call. Um, it's very similar. That That's like 11 or 12, that's if yeah. I recall. That's probably one of my favorite beers, and this is right up there with it. Absolutely incredible. Uh, we got some uh, Mary Jo DeMars in the house. She says, Jimmy, come on over Saturday morning and help me peel potatoes. Oh. Uh, Mary Jo, Pat, yeah. you were there last year. Uh-huh. She's the one who made the infamous... Coal cannon potatoes. Do you remember those? Those potatoes were they, phenomenal. They went in like twenty minutes. Massive bowl of these potatoes. Like I will not get those. Gone. This year. Completely gone. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if there was some crack in there or what, <laughs> but Mary Jo, if you need help, 
quadrupling that that amount of Cole Cannon, I'm there. I'll be Whatever there late. Yeah, I'll be there late. Uh, make, make extras. Dave Weber also chiming in. Uh, no way, D Web. Yeah, what's he saying? Uh, he says, so, looks like I'm heading to Schnooks now. You gotta get it, Dave. <laughs> Dave, this is uh, <clears throat> this is really good, buddy. And if I had not thought of this uh, before today, we would have probably drank this last weekend. Getting yeah. ready for our fantasy baseball draft. Oh, interesting. We went ahead and helped ourselves to a variety pack of the... the Oh my gosh, the Oscar Blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All their just all their lineup of IPAs and whatnot. Dale's Pale Ale. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Old Chubb. Um Old Chubb what? sucks. The old Chubb wasn't in there. Yeah. But they had they had some other ones. The yellow pills and a few yeah. other IPAs I hadn't had before. It was fun. Pinner. It was fun. Um uh South City Tone chiming in. Look at that pure steel and sex appeal. Meow. Uh, I also South City Tone, I want this to be known. I have emails written lo- real large here because we <laughs> forgot South City Tone's email last time. We will get to it. Uh, I had a wonderful lunch with South City Tone today. Where did you go for lunch? Joya's. I yeah. hate, I hate that I missed that. I couldn't have gone. I had a long lunch meeting, but I'm um, glad you guys went. Let's score this, and then let's get into the okay. Joya's story. Would you like to score it? I'd like to go with a, uh, in my opinion, and it's only not in the nines, because I could only drink two of these. Okay. 8.5. Hmm. I'm gonna but go, a respectful 8.5. I'm going to go bold here because I, I, I could I could force myself. I, I couldn't drink this all night. Nobody could. You you literally couldn't. Yeah, yeah, It's too yeah. strong. I think, I, and, I'll, and I'll be honest, I think there's a total branding power on this for me mm-hmm. because I, I love Four Hands. I love Jameson. They got I the whole St. Louis thing. It's a great bottle. So they got some intangibles going on. But tangibly, it's a great drink. But if you add the intangibles to it, I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going for a 9.6. Wow. wow. I really, really, really like 9. this. 9.6. That it, might be... One of the highest scores ever on Let's Get Comfortable. I I hope that we see this. I hope this isn't one of these things where they're like, oh, we're just kind of debuting it for St. Patty's Day. This better be in stores or forehands is ludicrous. You know what we should have done? Uh, like, And now that we're in our fifth season, we're like, oh, man, that would have been a great idea. We should have kept track of uh, all the scores of oh, every so drink. there's so many things we should have done. Well, we still we, could. Actually, we've talked about going back and rewatching them, yeah. but who has the time? Maybe we could pay Andrew to do it. Andrew, you uh, are. Anyway. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> what would you give the Jameson old-fashioned cask? Hold on. I don't want to botch this because this is a very important score. It's j- four hands beer, old-fashioned, which is aged in Jameson casks. What do you give it? Jim, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little offended by your score. Oh, wow. My friend, come to the good right, side. Right. We're definitely in the nines here. Which wow. I need people to understand is a big deal. It's like, a huge deal. This is an exponential scale, right? That's huge. Like the difference between a 9.1 and a 9.2 is not the same right. as a 5.5 and we're, a 5.6. We're nearing Absolutely. perfection by yep. each decimal. Right. Like this is this is some top tier drinks. Wow. Yes. I, I'm so glad this is happening. Wow. I... I'm going to say I'm probably slightly below you. That's okay. That's okay. I'm glad I'm a, we're in the general ballpark. Right. I am coming in at a solid 
9.4. Wow. That's an A grade, folks. That's right. A that's massive the, score. Not an A minus. That's an A. A massive score. I mean, the more I drink it, I'm. it's reconfirming how delicious this beer is. But I, I, I there's something to be said in my personal, in my head score sheet of mm-hmm. our drinks of the show. Mm-hmm. One of mine is like drinkability. Can you drink it all night long? And, mm-hmm. That's and, fair. And not stop, you know, drinking. And and that is the only reason that this keeps it out of the nines for me. No, I I, I hear you loud and clear. I think my only counters to that would be if you had a whole bottle of this, and this is this is a oh gosh, how much of this? Like a, this is over a pint. What's the alcohol content on that? Is eight point two five. Ooh, okie dokie. Oh, it's, yeah, here it is. Eight point two five. One pint, six ounces. So if I mean, this so is this a big is, bottle. If you had a whole bottle of this on your own, two and a half beers in one drink, basically. I don't think I could drink a whole pint of that. Like unless it was like the one thing I had that night. And that's what I was about to say. If you if you just had this as your baby, like. That's that's why I would argue maybe you could because if you're like, look, I want to I want to have a good time. I don't want to switch a bunch of drinks and get I that think, headache. I think you, all of us could drink a pint a pint like one bottle. You don't think you could finish just one? I, bottle? Like if I if you gave me three or four hours, I could probably drink that. But it's this is uh, like a snifter type beer. You know, you're drinking like six to eight ounces if you get this at like a at a bar or something yeah, like that. Like the one at Perennial, they give it to you in like a ten ounce glass right. max. Yeah. So I get that. Uh, but I'm just saying, part of the show. Um, if you wanted to, you could. Yeah, it's as, you just uh, went to it all night. That's strong, Billy. It's it's. I'm getting the warm feels from that beer. It's a good beer, and it's one of the most. I, I think I don't want to say controversial because we're all in agreement that it's a delicious beer. Um, but I would say one of the most uh, electric reviews we've had on the show. I am just, I'm so glad because there have been so many times where I will, I will reach out there and try and grab something. I'm like, I think this is going to be great. And we come on here and everyone, myself included, is like, not even close. And I was, I was a little bit worried. Do you remember, I think it was like the start of season four. I came in with like, there was barrel A, it was, it was something similar to this. It was like, these are like, like they're supposed, they're beers, but they're supposed to taste like Manhattans or something, Awful. and we drank them, oh, and they're they're god. terrible. Oh god! And I was I was so let down. I'm like, man, like when when will the spirit world and the beer world finally get it right? I think in this drink they finally got it right. Yeah, and it's it's, it's great. It's perfect for this time of year. It's local. It's got the 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 strong Irish backbone to it. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Have you had the orange bourbon county? Oh yeah, I have not. It's pretty similar to that. This it's is, like the orange is like just a yeah. couple notches down, but it's like yeah. right up in there with those like really, really good. Have you ever gone down there in Chicago yeah, for that? a wild beer. No, but I've got a buddy um, that I'm good friends with that mm-hmm. works for AB mm-hmm. and got two. Who owns Goose Island. Yeah. yeah. He, and he got two bottles of all six this year. So the people who don't know what we're talking about, and if you're watching the show, I hope you do. Um, Goose Island has the Bourbon County barrel aged ales, and there is I don't there's probably like six to there ten was, of them. There were six this there's year. Six this year, and thank you. And they um, on Black Friday they release them each year, and people line up outside the Goose Island Brewery in Chicago. Like, well, I mean I know it's Black Friday, but like blo- city blocks down, down, down. 
to get these beers. They're $10 a bottle, folks, and they're 12 ounces each. And I believe if that's correct, and or at least at schnooks and stuff they are if you can get your hands on them. They're very expensive per bottle. 10 bucks a bottle, and you're not at a baseball game. Am, 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 I, am I in the right vicinity here? Um, the ones that I've seen are like that. Oh, they they're are this, bigger? They're this size. Okay. Um, so like the pint and a half. Okay. And they're in the like 14 to $15 range. Okay. But so. that, that may be like, you know, you might be able to get different serving sizes and different right. um, like price from the from the brewery itself. Yeah. But if you're, you know, you go to like a Friar Tux or something like that, hmm. you're in that like right 15 on. to 20 range. J-Cav uh, chiming in on the Facebook Live. Good to hear from you. J Cab, we tried the black and blue. We had the Guinness. Yes, and that's the a very moon. good point. Uh, you sent J Cab is the one who sent us the video about the mixing the Guinness with other drinks. J Cab, we decided we're gonna instead of doing it all on one show, we'll spread it out th- amongst others. And we have the black and blue tonight, which was half Guinness, half Blue Moon. And it wasn't bad. wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad. I, w- I would love to try the black and tan. I've had that, but it was a long time ago. He also says, hey, boys, happy St. Patty's Day from the mountains of Steamboat. That motherfucker's in I've Steamboat. heard Steamboat Come is on. awesome. I've, I've, never, I, uh, I've, I've never been. been. I've been to Steamboat. I was and thinking the other day about you, Pat, about how well, thank I'd, you. I'd love to go skiing, and I still haven't been skiing with you yet. I would love to go ski. Before I have a child, can we try and go skiing together? Here's why, yes. That Here, won't happen. Here's why, <laughs> here's why I was, uh, I was thinking about this. I was mm-hmm. watching these crazy ass videos of, uh, um, extreme snow, uh, what are those called? It's not snow blowers. Snow, snowmobiles? Snowmobiles. Yeah. Extreme snowmobiling. Oh, those are fun. Didn't know that was even a thing. Oh, and they flip on them and stuff? Yeah, these yeah. do, but I'm talking about guys that are going out up into the mountains where it's like. You might you might have like eight foot of snow and mm-hmm. they're like going in and out of oh, yeah. trees and shit, and I'm like, uh, now I'm just deathly scared of a of a avalanche and getting buried under the snow. Fun fact, um, up in Vail, and that's if you don't know, Vale's a very big ski resort up in Colorado, one of the biggest in the world. They actually had to shut down I seventy. Fun fact, I seventy runs from St. Louis all the way through Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had to shut down I-70 up there because of avalanches just last week. Jesus Christ. They're having massive snowstorms in the mountains, which is rare for this time of year. You can get some spring snow, but usually like it's starting to quiet down this time of year because they close in mid to late April. Yeah. No, Still go, going strong. Go skiing if you can. Jake. And cheers to JCAF for being out there. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He says, uh, I love that idea. I'm assuming us testing all the drinks. Dave Weber, black and tan is best with yingling. Likely not spelled correctly. In fact, Dave, you spelt it perfectly. And fun fact, I've been to Yingling's Brewery in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> what is J-Cab saying there about you, Patty, Patty Moe? Patty Moe is known here in Colorado as America's guest. <laughs> All I can say is amen, brother, I am. Amen. Well, I'd like to hit the uh, the actual slopes for a nice ski or even uh, maybe a snowboard, or maybe we get a, uh, a snowmobile and ride around the mountains. I just would like to be, I've heard these mythical stories mm-hmm. that I still think are made up of, like, you can go up the mountain to go skiing and, like, ski halfway down, and then all of a sudden there's, like, a bar, like, built up on the mountain, like, that you can go into and, like, stop off for a drink and then continue on down the mountain. There's... A thousand percent, nothing mythical about that. 
there are bars up on the mountains? They're they're full blown restaurants, dude. Like, what? Like like in, up there? Like you'll you will be at the base. Can and you drive there? Like, is it commercialized or no? I'm, I mean, like I'm picturing like this mystique of the only way to get to this bar or restaurant is to ski down to it. Or take a lift up to it. That is correct. Well, yeah, take a lift yeah. up and ski to it. Well, what they do is they put it at the midpoint. So there, there's a chairlift that will take you up one like one, one flight, if you will, yeah, and you yeah. can ski down to the main village. And there at the midpoint, they put said bar. Uh, part of the show. And then if you want to ski some more, you can skip that point and go up another level. And then it gets really cold, and you're up at the peak at those at those points. The train's usually a little bit tougher, depending on where you are. But you, to be clear, you can't drive to these places, right? It depends, um, depending on the mountain and the place and the circumstance. Like if if it's at a uh, if it's at a lower point of the mountain, you might be able to traverse over skiing or snowboarding and get to a spot, and then kind of like work your way down to the base. And if those are ones that are a little bit lower, like a quarter of the way up. You can probably get, especially in the summertime, um, a truck or a bus to go up there. Or you're going to love this. I love snow. In Beaver Creek, there is a high-end luxury restaurant called Beano's Cabin. Beano's. And the way to get to Beano's Cabin in the wintertime, where it is sold out every weekend of the ski season, and it's expensive, you have to go on the back of a snowcat. Do you know what snowcat is, Jim? Uh. No. It's a giant snowmobile, like a tractor trailer snow. It pulls people in the back. They're sitting in benches with blankets. And it and, and the snow cats are the ones that clean up the snow. They groom it out for people what? the day after. They put you on one of those and take you on a, a a green run, a road up the side of the mountain to the restaurant. Oh my god. And you go up to this beautiful cabin and these people are like, here's a $75 plate of Colorado lamb that we slaughtered this morning. What? These things happen up there. God, I gotta get out there. I, I feel like, uh, you know, you check certain things off your 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 list of like, wow, I did this in my life. Um, and I, like before I die, I have to be up. I've been up in the mountains. Uh, shout out Brian Vogley. We were in Black Hawk. Yeah. And oh yeah, like the cabin was up in the mountains, and I remember being on top of this rock overlooking like a, a, all the mountain range being like holy fuck like I, th this is a scene that these eyes have never seen before yeah like, Bla blackhawk's cute you're probably about i don't know six seven thousand feet up i'm talking yeah i i know i'm talking nine ten eleven twelve thousand feet up my friend insane i've never been up there we and got, like we got tons of snow like i've never been in like a place where literally like you're not you're not plowing the snow to get down to the concrete. You're just driving on the snow because oh, yeah. you're not getting rid of it. It's tons of tons of snow. The coolest place elevation-wise I've ever been skiing, Brackenridge, Colorado. You all have heard of it. You take the chairlifts up. There's a chairlift called the Imperial Summit. It is the highest chairlift in North America elevation-wise. It gets you up to 13,000 feet. Then you get up to the top. You have two options. You can ski down a giant... Uh, double black diamond bull. Double black is like the highest level. And it literally, it's a bull. If you remember, fun fact, if you remember in, in The Lion King when the wildebeest are going down that wall before they trample Mufasa to death, yes. it's kind of like that but with snow. It's just a drop off. Oh my, you did this? 
multiple times. And you what? You, oh yeah. And there's no trees up there because the elevation's so high. You don't have to worry about trees, which is actually a, a huge bonus when you're skiing because you don't have to worry about running into them. But if you really want to be really bold, you take off your skis or snowboard and you you walk up to the top top. And now your heart's like it's like it's all over the place. You go to the top and there's you think you've seen views, man. Incredible views. And then you put your skis back on when you're at like 13,500, 14,000 feet almost. 14,000 feet in the air above sea level. We're, we're at sea level right now. And you go down. And it is the best run. So we'll do that. We'll, we'll put that on our bucket list. Oh my God. I am not going down there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll work our way up to it. That we'll sounds start- We'll start with the bar. We'll start with the bars, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll start with that. Speaking of that, Dave Weber says, given the opportunity to have only one drink at a bar on the slopes after being silly all skiing all day or silly. Ooh, <laughs> I love this. Would you rather have a refreshing beer or a nice whiskey? Dave, this uh, is a great question. And first of all, thanks for the question, Dave. Thank you, Dave, and thanks for tuning in, buddy. Um, I gotta say, um, a beer. And and I I thought about this. I saw this before you did. Um, the reason I would have a beer is I feel like skiing. I, the only time I've done, done skiing is uh-huh. hidden Valley and here in St. Louis, which is like not skiing apparently. Um, and I remember it being a fucking workout. Like I was sore as fuck the next day. Oh, sure. Yeah. Tired. You're out of breath from how, lugging shit around Mm -hmm. and uh like to me i feel like it it was similar like doing yard work all day (laughs) and then you come in you're like fuck i just need to crack an ice cold bush beer and just chug a cold beer that's fair i I don't think it's like a whiskey for me is like a dare i say comfortable mood where i just want to kick back relax and have some whiskey and i don't think that's the setting for me so that's my answer. That's a great answer. Dave, thanks again for the question. Great um, question. I've been to Breckenridge and Beaver Creek, and I think maybe Vale with Dave. We've gone up there a couple times together over the years, and he's he's a snowboarder, um, and we've had a lot of fun, and we've had a lot of beers after skiing. I think if I had to pick, though, I'd go in this order. I would, I would do, if it's a really cold day, I'm having a glass of whiskey afterwards just to warm me up. A beer in a hot tub after skiing with the soreness you're talking about is the ultimate power move. Oh. Especially if you had a little light snowfall on you. Ooh. There is nothing, in my opinion, more comfortable than that in the world. When you're just wow. like, you're like, man, I have burnt a thousand calories today just out there busting my ass but having a good time. And now I get to just relax. Because if you if you if you have, in my opinion, a whiskey while you're in the hot tub, that's that's gonna warm you up like this did, with already a very warm place you're in. Sure, sure. So have that while you're cold and you're weary from all the work you've been doing. Fuck yeah. J Cav says, Wow, I think I would have a sativa gummy on the way down the slope. <laughs> <laughs> At the last run, followed by a frothy IPA. Thoughts? Hundred percent. I would. I would. I, I'm just assuming 
the extracurriculars are already taken care of at that point because that, that pretty much goes without it saying. Uh, and Ryan Early, uh, similar, would say, I would walk outside of the bar and spark a fatty. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I guess they're assuming they're in Colorado at this when point. When in Rome. Right. When in Rome. It's only medical here in Missouri, okay? Uh, we can't get into the recreational use that you're talking about. Um, but if I were in Colorado, I can't say that I wouldn't partake in the legalization of marijuana. I just wish we had Dr. Seth Gerlach on here to help share his opinions on I such bet, things. I bet you Dr. Seth would have uh, some some good opinions on that. I thought this was going to be the same Patty's Day show, but this is actually really great. We've had a great conversation with the fans who yeah. are asking about what it's like to be skiing. I got to tell you that that beer packed a punch. <laughs> Yeah, it did. Folks, if you're looking for something to get for your St. Patty's Day party, go get the old-fashioned four hands that's aged in Jameson casks. Yes. And or, I mean, we barely touched this thing. The Jameson Irish Whiskey cask mates that's aged in uh, the beer barrels that are stouts. So you can you can pick your poison, so to speak. <laughs> Ryan Early says, nope, everywhere in J-Cab. Nice call, Ryan Early. I would join you. <laughs> Uh, actually, J-Cav, Ryan Early, I think both of you would get along nicely. Also, oh, yeah. two DeSmet grads getting along together, having a good time. Speaking of J-Cav, would it be appropriate if we if we shared any things that we might be working on in the next few weeks at this point? Or do you want to you save that? I think we should save it. Save it for, for when Biebs comes back, maybe yeah. next week. Okay. I think that's a good. That's a good one. So well, let, uh, let me just cliffhanger. J-Cav's working on some stuff with us. Foreshadowing. Little little collaborating we're doing, and we have some great stuff coming up in the next few months, which we think you guys will hopefully really like to see on Facebook or maybe hopefully in person. Absolutely. Shout out to uh, Aunt Mary chiming on uh, or hopping on the show here when we're get, about to get done here. Uh, Aunt Mary, I hope you're ready for an unbelievable St. Patrick's Day over at the house. It's going to be incredible. What is your favorite thing about St. Patrick's Day? Well, Pat, this is a good thing. We should end here uh, mm-hmm. in just a few minutes. Sure. Uh, let's let's end on this. Yeah. Favorite part of St. Patty's Day. I asked uh, you a question. Uh, first of all, thanks for the question. Oh, you're Pat. welcome. I appreciate that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, Pat, my favorite part about St. Patrick's Day is this family. Is so, this is so fat, but <laughs> food. It's the food part again. My mom's corned beef is. I mean. I'm not just, I'm not a homer when I say this. It is unbelievable corned beef. But what makes it better than other corned beef? What differentiates Carol Bunton's corned beef from others? Pat's made with love. (laughs) Okay. Can you be any more specific? You don't have to be. That's You can say no. I I got nothing. I just think it's a, uh, it's. It's 75 pounds of love. It's 75 pounds. Fucking pounds of corned beef. And you and, know I what? mean, that's that's a labor of love. And you know, this is actually a recent thing. Like before two years ago, uh-huh. if you said, "Hey, what's your favorite part about St. Patrick's Day?" I'd probably say, "You know what? It, it's the day that I really can touch into my Irish side mm-hmm. and 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 let it all out." Sure. It's it's a holiday revolved around pounding beers, right? And drinking, yeah, and green. So much green. So. I don't wear enough green. Yeah. Every time that St. Patrick's Day rolls around, I'm like, fucking love green. Great color. It's a fantastic color. Colleen's green. favorite color is green. Green and orange together is is an underrated combination. Extremely underrated. 
Uh, Andy Reesmeyer chiming in says, I plan to knock off at least two pounds. I wouldn't uh, be surprised. That, that, is, that is a man's man right there. Uh, Ryan Early, speaking of cliffhanger, can't believe the movie Cliffhanger didn't end in a cliffhanger. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> Unfucking uh, real that so you would think about that. You sounds cock. about right. Sounds uh, about right. Anything else uh, and for the folks here, Pat? Andrew, you got anything else for the show? Thanks for and joining Andrew, us. Andrew, thank you for joining. Do you have real quick, a round of applause for Andrew? Thank you, you for joining. Sam Mall, hope you feel better. Do He's you have, sick. Do you have a favorite St. Patty's Day thing? I'm going to be dead honest with you guys. I'm not a huge St. Patrick's Day person. Get out. Fair, totally nope, fair. Show's but, over. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wish we did not clap for you. But, big but. Okay. One of my best friends that I've known since kindergarten. Coming up on our 20-year friend anniversary, his birthday is on St. Patrick's Day. That's my favorite part. I think they call those friendiversaries on Facebook. Yep. Man, if I could redo one thing in my life, I would have been born on St. Patrick's Day. <sighs> well, yeah, you're St. Patrick. Uh, Patrick, Virginia. what is your favorite St. Patrick's Day moment to end the show? Thank you. And it's now. Thank what, you for the what is your favorite moment or favorite part about St. Patrick's? Ah, oh, man, I think. A few things come to mind. Food is big, for sure. It's got to be good food, though, and that's why your mom is just a power play in this whole thing. Good drink. It's simple, but it's so Irish. I went to Ireland for a couple weeks uh, a few years ago, and it sounds so simple, but this is what they base everything on. It's good drinks, and it's good people. And if you surround yourself with that on St. Patrick's Day, throw in a little green, a little Irish music, the corned beef and cabbage, you're gonna have a good time, and I, I know I know that that's not the most convoluted or not, not, not most complicated answer, but um, I mean it. Like, it's good drinks, it's good food, good people, good time. Fucking right, amen, brother. So, folks, thanks for tuning in. This has been Let's Get Comfortable for my co-host Patty Mo, my co-host Jimmy B. This has been the LGC. Stay comfy. Happy St. Patty. <laughs> <laughs>